at the end of the day, it's all about them and it's about helping them fulfill a dream. I'm super excited for our podcast today and for some of you that get the opportunity to watch this bonus video as well. Uh, I've got a great friend and, and he's a huge part of KLRE, uh, one of our incredible agents, Jonathan Schoening. And the reason why uh, I wanted to have him on the podcast today, there's just like several reasons. Um, he's been an incredible asset to our company from so many different directions, made a huge impact in a lot of our agents' lives and, and, and also uh, is huge for all of our employees as well. But there's, I want to share this story to start that I think happened today, which really I think prompted us to, to get together and, and share this. Is So inside of KLRE, for those that, that are not part of our organization, we, uh, we use Slack as our internal communication system. And we recently created a, a private Slack channel just for all of our agents, uh, not employees, just agents only, um, that's called Abundance. That's the name of the channel. And each day I, I share a video uh, around something that's either happening in the world or something that we can do to improve or, or just really mindset coaching strategy of how to get to the next level right now in real estate. And so when I shared the video today, Jonathan comment, it commented and, and, um, and it really stood out to me on like the, the minor changes you've made. And, and obviously I've had the opportunity to watch the success that you've had. So Tell me a little bit about like what you shared, you know, how you started two years ago and where you're at today. Yeah. So um, what I shared today, um, you were talking about just being present and making sure that we're here in the office and, you know, basically doing our jobs. Mm -hmm. um, and last year I had gone through kind of a, a period of negativity where I wasn't closing a lot of deals. I wasn't getting a lot of things done. And I kind of fell into a mindset of, you know, it's somebody else's fault. It's so, uh, other people are getting good leads. I'm not getting good leads. I'm not getting good appointments. Everything is, you know, somebody else's fault. And um, it was right around the first of the year I sat down and I was talking to my wife and she was like, you just need to commit. If you're actually going to make this work, if this is going to be your career, you have to commit. So I committed to show up every day. And so now I'm in the office for sure five days a week. A lot of times I end up being here Saturdays and Sundays too. Um, and the growth in my business has been crazy. I mean, just by showing up, um, I'm going to do more business between June and July than I did all of last year. Wow. Just by being here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of the things that you had mentioned there about the video that I had shared is, is really the proximity, the proximity to other people that are having success. Right. And so coming to the office, people here coming to the office, they think negative things. Right. So, yep. oh, I've really got to get ready. I've got to go there. Um, but when you're around other high performers and in that environment, you know, magical things happen. So talk to us last year about the negativity, like sort of like, you know, pointing the fingers. Cause I think some people listening right now, the market's changing, right? Mm -hmm. And you can start pointing fingers at, you know, oh, rates are doing this and this is happening and I'm not getting as many appointments as I was or leads if you're not inside our organization, whatever it may be. Talk, walk us through like the things that you were saying and doing um, because today you're getting 
well, I mean, probably about the same amount of appointments, but you're doing, you know, in the next two months, you do more business than you did last year yep. on the same amount of appointments. Like what changed? So like, what were you doing then? Um, I think then um, when you fall into that period of negativity and not looking at it with an abundance mindset, um, I was going in almost desperate to every appointment and like trying to trying to convince people that they needed to work with me. Yeah. Um, whereas now I go into, I go into an appointment and I, I go in just assuming that we're going to work together and assuming that they want to work with me and I'm right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, of course. So, so, okay. So last year, same time. Yep. Jonathan, what time are you waking up? Uh, usually 1030, 1030 in the morning last year, 1030, you're waking up in the morning. Yep. What, what, what is your, like, how do you start your day? This is, we're talking about when you, when, when you felt like nothing was going right. Okay. You get up at 1030. What, what, what were you, what was that? What were the next steps on it? Just a uh, next step. I would, uh, eat breakfast and then I would lay on the couch and watch TV for yeah, a while. Right. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate you being honest. Right. And so, yeah. and so then, you know, and so then you'd have these thoughts of like, so you'd, you'd claim a, a appointment Yep. and then what would happen? I'd claim an appointment. I would still, you know, I would mostly follow the process. I would still send, I'd send them a video. I'd send them an intro text and I would, you know, do a little bit of research and show up to the appointment. Yeah. So very little, very, very little preparation. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. So, so now let's, let's walk through like what it looks like now. So this, cause you know, the people that, that maybe aren't familiar with your background. I wanted to give a little bit of context of what it was before. And now what is it now? Cause you're on fire now and it's not just the sales. It's all the other things that happen. So, you know, what are, walk us through like what, you know, a day looks like for you. It's a typical day. I usually wake up between six and six 30. Mm-hmm. Um, I wake up, I wake my wife up, um, get the puppy going for the day. Cause we, in all this getting busier, we got a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I have bre- uh, breakfast. I'm kind of changing a little bit. I'm going to more of a, a kind of liquid breakfast. I do. I've got a shake that I do every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the and then I take a shower. I'm in the office by nine. Mm-hmm. Um, in the office every day for minimum three or four hours. Um, and leading, you know, I lead some different training sessions in the office, otherwise um, working with newer agents and just getting in follow-up boss, doing follow-up every day. Mm-hmm. Um, like this morning, I helped a, a new agent write out a purchase agreement this morning. It's his first one. So yeah. we already got that done. Um, and then getting ready for my appointments in the afternoon. Um, today I have two listing appointments. Um, so yeah, I'll have probably two new listings by tonight. Yeah. So, so your preparation is different. Yeah. So what, what's different about it? Um, I'm a lot more thorough with my preparation. I make sure I'm prepared for everything Mm -hmm. when I show up to an appointment, every Mm -hmm. question that they have, I'm going to have an answer for. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not just showing up with the minimum showing up, you know, with my property we're seeing and two other properties I'm showing up with market rate, you know, market stats for the area. I'm showing up with how fast things are selling, what they're selling for. I'm doing my CMAs for every property I'm showing, every property that I'm viewing. So Yeah, so you're so you're getting I mean, you're getting completely dialed in before you even show up. Yes. And so how do you like 
so a lot of agents are listening. How do you feel at the appointment now with that preparation versus how you felt last year? Uh, going in, I mean, I'm confident. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I was. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was wondering. Yeah, going in with confidence and knowing exactly what direction we're going to go and what um, what we should do in the appointment. Yeah, it's amazing. Like confidence is such a a big part of this, yeah. right? And I and I've and I've watched this. Your confidence level continue to go up. Where every appointment, if, if for those that are listening, I caught it. He's got two listing appointments today. He's like, he's going to get two listings signed, yeah. right? So the confidence level is just. Is, is something that I that is very admir- admirable for uh, that I've seen in you. Another thing that you had mentioned that I want to make sure didn't get overlooked for everyone that's um, that's tuning in today is you already helped uh, uh, one of our newer agents write a purchase agreement. Yeah, and you also mentioned that you that you lead some training classes here and and you're constantly volunteering. Like, so how do you have as much success as you have, and when it comes to sales, working with buyers and sellers? but also in helping your peers. Talk about that a little bit, right? Because I mean, there's a lot of people in the industry that I've, that, that I've seen in, 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 along the way that they have a lot of success, you know, selling, you know, and helping, you know, consumers buy and sell, but they really don't make time or think they have time to volunteer and help others. So how do you do that? Um, it's really just, for me, it's about focusing and realizing that every time I'm helping somebody do something, I'm learning, I'm taking yeah. more out of it than they are a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, so just making sure I'm focusing on my business has actually opened up more time. I thought that I used to be busy when I wasn't. Yeah. And now just making sure that the time that I'm actually working is focused, is dedicated to what I want to be doing and dedicated to where I want to be. Um, it actually opens up, I have more free time than I used to, even though I'm way busier than I ever was before. Yeah. Amazing. I think that's, that's the thing that I, that I was looking for as you were, you were sharing there. I mean, you, you shared earlier three to four hours in the office, right? And you think about all of the different industries in, in, in the world and like what being committed to the office looks like a lot of, a lot of organizations and, and industries you have to be in the office eight hours a day, yeah. right? And so you are absolutely crushing it with a three or four hour commitment to being in the office where most people don't show up at the office at all. Yep. And so so walk me through like why you decided like that amount of time. Um, now, sometimes it's more. Sometimes yeah, of course. It, some, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's a little bit less. Um, I just know that for the most part, if I'm in at nine, I can be in the office until 12 or 1 before I have to go out and I have to start going to appointments and I have mm-hmm. to start meeting with leads. And, and so I know that I can do three or four hours every single day without it interrupting the other aspects of my business. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's critical too, right? If you're all in the office and not out in the field, it's very difficult to have success in real estate. You're in the office every single day. You see so many of our agents come come in and 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 you're always you know, communicating and connecting with, with so many of them. What are the things that you've noticed in our most successful agents or the ones that have the most momentum? Like what types of things are they doing? Really, they're just showing up every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have to make sure that you're showing up for your clients and you're available and you're ready to work and you are taking the lead. Um, that's probably the biggest thing is actually that was and that was a big mindset change for me is making sure that I am actually leading my clients where they want to go, 
mm-hmm. and not allowing them to lead me where yeah. they want to go. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's something I got from a lot of the agents that I really look up to here is just making sure that you're being a leader, um, whether it's with your business or being a leader for the other agents and just being here and making sure that you're available. Yeah. Being, being a leader and leading your clients, not having them lead you. I mean, they, and inside of our company and probably like a lot uh, that are listening today, I mean, most people come to you to be led, right? They're, they, they want a leader. This is a, especially now in the world, there, there, there is a time where they are looking for real estate expertise. Um, and I think sometimes when, you know, especially when you've get, newer agents or, or agents that don't have as much experience, like you get that insecurity, right? You've only been in the industry for two years, right? Yep. So how do you show up and, and deliver and be a leader when you, you don't know everything about the industry, right? So, so for those that are listening that maybe feel like, well, I don't, I can't be a leader cause I don't know this or I don't know that walk me through how you're able to show up with that confidence. Um, it's really going in and knowing that, even if I'm not the most experienced person, I have more experience than they do. And I know how to navigate yes, a lot more than they do. Yeah. You know, even if they've owned houses for 40 years, they may have only bought one or two. Yeah. <laughs> and so even if it's a new thing to me, I have people around me that I can reach out to for guidance to make sure that I'm helping them through all the bumps in the road to get to the destination that they want to get to. Yeah. I love that you shared that. Like, I have to remember that you have more experience than they do, which is so true, right? Um, and with your preparation, that makes a huge difference too. Okay, so there's a there's a lot of of higher producers that that listen to our our podcast. I've got a, a question for you. Obviously, in, inside of our organization, we're generating so many appointments, right? So it's a lot. It can be overwhelming. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of organizations are just generating leads and sending them direct to the agents. We're here as we're setting the appointments. How do you manage things? with as many as appointments as you're getting? Um, just making sure that I keep a really clean schedule. And mm-hmm. um, I try to, like, like I said, I try to just make sure that I'm dedicating as much time as I can to my business while still making sure I have time for my personal life. Yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, it's really just trying to keep everything as clean and as, and as organized as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I think over time I've gotten a lot more efficient at preparing at preparing as well Mm -hmm. you know whereas it used to take an hour or two to prepare for a listing appointment now i can do everything in 20 25 minutes and be ready to be able to get out to their house um and same thing with buyer appointments i can prepare quickly for those write up purchase agreements in 10 minutes in my car if i need to Mm -hmm. so it's really you know figuring out efficiencies and just staying organized yeah i I love that another thing that you had mentioned earlier was you had mentioned that you had learned certain things from, you know, successful agents inside of our organization. One thing that, you know, when agents are, are go to an organization or a part of one, a lot of it comes down to the community. It's not about Chris or, or anyone else. It's, it's the community of agents and the collaboration. So when you look at that, you know, when, when you look at, you know, the amount of people that you connect with, you know, when you were just beginning, what types of things were you learning from some of our more experienced, successful agents? Um, you know, it was everything from um, how to organize my day um, mm. to how to write out a 
purchase agreement, how to write out a clean purchase yeah, agreement, yeah. Um, how to how to actually walk somebody through a home, and how to yeah how to do a showing, how to do a listing appointment. It's really, I learned everything from all of the the more experienced. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. That's a that's amazing because I I mean I went in in real estate. I mean, there's a lot of times it's a solopreneur model and there it's very disconnected and there's no community to learn and, and collaborate. And I think that's a piece that's often overlooked. So for the listeners right now, you, you mentioned the next couple of months are going to be the, you know, are going to be the best that you've ever had. And the next couple of months are going to be more than you did last year, just in perspective, just rough perspective for everyone listening. What do the next two months look like for you? Like from a transact, like transaction count, buyers, sellers, just, I think for some listening, I mean, um, so right now I have 14 pending, 14 pending. Yep. And I just closed three last week. Wow. Um, so yeah, 14 more pending. I'm looking at about between June and July, probably somewhere in the 7 million range in two months, in two months. That's incredible. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And so, so. All right, I, th- this part I want I want to I want to dig into this for a second because I think it, it matters. So a lot of times in in real estate, a lot of the success that you have, like uh, you know these upcoming months, is actually in your past, mm-hmm. right? So walk us through like what the beginning of this year looked like from your commitment and what activities you're doing because these didn't just pop up overnight, right? There was right. some work that went into it. So what were your activities that led to fourteen pending? Now. At the beginning of the year, when I was coming into the office, I was not necessarily busy enough to mm-hmm. be here four hours a day, but I was still here. Mm-hmm. You know, whether I was walking around talking to agents that were a lot busier than I was and just getting advice from them and learning from them. Um, so the first couple months, I didn't see a huge uptick in my business. Um, I was still closing, you know, one or two a month, something like that. Uh, it took about four months before the momentum really mm-hmm. started to build, and I started to see kind of kind of reap the benefits from the work that I'd been putting in. So yeah, it definitely didn't flip a switch right away. It was, yeah. and there, you know, at the beginning it was it, it was tough to stay motivated to be in the office every day. Yeah, but now I mean, the yeah now now the momentum's going yeah. so now it's hard to not show up every day yeah you're on fire and i think one of the things they shared and i and i don't know the answer to this but i've i've been in the industry for long enough to know the 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 reason most likely why you were slow at the beginning of the year was your commitment in the fall and winter yep right so how often were you in the office then maybe once a week yeah yep. right so so then you know so everything anything you you, you put in in place today you know, it's, it's several months down the road. And yep. so once you start feeling the pain, it's tough to get out of it. It is. Yeah. Yep. And you look at it right now, like right now I'm very busy, but if I slow down three months from now, all of a sudden I'm going to hit a lull again. That's right. Yep. So, yeah. yeah so I've got to make sure here. that I'm staying every day because when you pick up a, a new lead, when you pick up a new appointment, you're not looking at closing something next week. You're looking at 30, 60, 90 days down the road, sometimes even longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've my longest I worked with somebody. I had 87 showings with with a, wow. one of the first leads I picked up when I started, and we closed 15 months after I picked them up as a lead. Wow. Yeah. 
So you come into the office beginning of the year, you're like, you've got a, a new, new mindset, a new way of looking at things. You're committed. What kept you going when you didn't have that initial success? Cause it takes a while for it to catch, to catch what kept you going. You know, it was kind of the, you got to look internally at your personal motivation. So I wanted to be successful for my wife. I wanted mm-hmm. to be successful for my family mm-hmm. and the only way to do that was to show up. Mm-hmm. So even yeah. if I, if my mind started to flip back to a negative feeling, you just keep showing up. Yeah. 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 That's such a, it's such an important thing of connecting to why you're doing what you're doing. And it's just been so transformational watching what you do. And I think one of the things that I've also seen in so many people is they stop right before they get there. Yeah. Right. We see it all the time. Even you do it, it being in the office like we'll have a new agent that, that joins that they've got everything that they need to be successful and they're almost there mm-hmm. and then they stop showing up. Yep. And so what encouragement would you have for them? You know, you just gotta, you just gotta keep pushing through. Once you start to get a little bit of success, that ball's going to just keep rolling downhill yeah. and it's just going to get better and better, but you just got to keep putting in the work every single day. Yeah. And so, so that's really good advice, right? Celebrating the wins. And I mean, and, and the more that you, that you keep going, right? It's the neurochemical dopamine starts releasing and it creates that, that domino effect. What is it from your life growing up or, or past experiences you've had personally, professionally that you've been able to tap into that has kept you going and also allowed you to connect about why you're doing what you're doing? And then lastly, sharing on here and being vulnerable of like, what it is that makes you drive? Like, where does that come from? Um, I would say for me, um, so my past experience in life is, in, is very varied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I have, I mean, my wife and I were coming up on 20 years together, um, in November and, you know, we've gone through some major, major life things over mm-hmm. the, over those 20 years. I mean, 2005, we lost everything in mm-hmm. Hurricane Katrina. We mm-hmm. were living down in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And so just knowing how hard it is to start over and knowing how much work it takes to build from the bottom to the top. Yeah. Um, so just relying on those past experiences has kind of keeps me driven because I don't want to have to start over again. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, so connecting your, your, your past to where you are now, what, like you had, you mentioned that conversation with, with your wife, but what was the light bulb moment of like, for you, like, I don't want to start over. Right. Because last year you had all of these appointments, like, you know, our marketing machines is continuing to set appointments for you. Like where was the, like the actual moment just, when you were really honest with yourself, where it all changed. Obviously, you mentioned having the conversation with your wife, but there had to have been a conversation with yourself first. So where did it like? Where did it flip? Like it's ten thirty in the morning. It's now noon, and you're laying on the couch, yep. right? And your and your CRM is full of appointments. What happened? Where did that moment change? Um, you know, it was probably right around that beginning of the year as well when I realized that I really love doing this mm-hmm. and. Um, if I wanted to keep doing it, I had to actually show up and do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was, yeah, around that time I realized, you know, it's not just going to come to me. I have to go out and get it Mm -hmm. if I want to, if I want to make it work, if I want to make it happen. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love that. I mean, you have to go out and get it. And and that's a I mean, that's a fascinating statement because you would think that I mean, because we we generate so much here, you still got to show up like you had yeah. mentioned. I mean, even if someone says, "Hey, we want to work with Crystal Real Estate." You know, we've seen your advertisements, we're aware of your brand. You could they could have every positive reason of why they want to work with us, but if the agent doesn't show up, yep. we're no good. Yep. Right? So so what so when you're thinking about where you're at today, what advice would you have to Jonathan in June 2020 when you got your license? What would you tell yourself? Um, I would tell myself, first of all, don't do what I did where I stayed part-time at my old job for yeah. a year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was still doing my old job two to three days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I didn't dedicate myself and I would tell myself just show up, yeah. just get in the office, put in the work and focus 100% on it. Yeah. That 100% commitment level is what ends up be caught being the biggest issue for people, whether they make it or not in real estate. And I get it. It's challenging, right? So, yeah. so it was for you, right? I mean, it's that, it's like, how do I still have income in that three to four months when I'm first getting started? And I just have seen very few people really have massive success when they're not hundred percent committed. Yeah. And just the same way that you, that you found yourself in that position to today. Now you mentioned earlier that you're now five to seven days in the office well, back then, three to four of the days were, you know, when you first started, were committed to another job, yep. right? Which is also not great for the, the customer either. No. No. I mean, if I had somebody that wanted a showing on a Monday or Tuesday morning, I would have to try to find somebody to cover for me yeah. because I was doing something else. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Any final thoughts or, or things that you, you want to share with, with uh, everyone that follows the podcast you can think of? You've learned a lot over the past couple of years and you're a wealth of knowledge, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say just probably the biggest advice I could give is just make sure that you're showing up every single day for your clients. And at the end of the day, it's all about them and it's about helping them fulfill a dream. Yeah. So just show up every day to help with their dream. And if you help them fulfill your dream or their dream, then your dreams will come true. Yeah. And so how are you feeling now after, after the commitment that you made this year? I'm feeling good. Yeah. It's feeling really good. those that are watching on video, I'd love to see uh, comments um, or, or even questions for Jonathan. Uh, and then if you're listening on, on your favorite podcast network, please make sure to leave a five-star review. Um, those mean so much to us. And if you want to leave a personal thank you for us in the comments, those really help the algorithm a lot. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. Thanks again for watching. Thanks again for listening. And thanks again, Jonathan, for being here.